Welcome to LOL Lessons in Real Estate, the only show in its category to deliver ridiculous stories and issues with content that's created to teach you something. I'm Micah Allen Johnson. My co-host April Cox is not here today, but we are sending our prayers and blessings her way with a sick baby boy. So um, y'all keep her in your prayers. On our show, we share hysterical stories and tips from our careers in real estate from my book, LOL Lessons in Real Estate, and we explore a variety of topics with fascinating agents in the world of real estate. Life is too short not to laugh. Hey, I'm not here alone, though. I have two of my favorite guys. I got an East Coaster and I got a West Coaster and uh, Mr. Eric Kaslov and Larry Stevens with our Something Something podcast. They're our producer. Say hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Yo, what's up? Tell who's people? the West Coaster tubular, Larry. Hey, dudes. <laughs> what's, let's go hang, man, after this, bros. Come on. Let's go tubing, dude. Are you still All right, technically Eric. a West Coaster, Larry? It's been yeah. like, what, five years? No. <laughs> five years. Can you count? One, five, two. It's all the same. Hey, we're waiting on both of y'all to come to Texas. It only takes one day to be a Texan. You're in. That's very true. That's V So, true. Eric, I need you to say something Jersey. Say something West Coast for me. Um, hmm. I got to, you know, you got to go on the parkway because right there, there's the best diner in the world, the TikTok diner there. Well, no, the no, like the TikTok diner is good, but the Saddlebrook diner has the best disco fries in the world. Oh, my God. I have no idea what you just said. People in New Jersey right now are arguing. No, he's wrong. TikTok Diner has the best disco fries. We are going to start a riot in Jersey. Look, most of your words started with the word D, the letter D, though. Like, what is happening? (laughs) That deer, dot deer, those disco deer. Park park it over (laughs) there or stuff like that. (laughs) I'm so glad to be hanging out with you guys. When well, I'm glad to be hanging out with you guys today. We, we, <laughs> we have a really awesome show today. And I, I do want to show some love to our sponsors um, and partners, Netco Title in Harker Heights and New Life Group Realty with Starpoint Realty in Colleen. Um, Netco Title is actually where April Cox, my co-host, works. And we have been doing business with them for a long time because they absolutely exude everything in real estate that uh, you want to deal with, including integrity and value. And they go the extra mile for you whenever not many other people do. Um, Let me talk about New Life Group with Starpoint Realty. Oh, my gosh. These real estate agents are uh, unbelievable in the best way. No one has a bigger servant heart, just Christian souls who really only look out for their people. Um, so thank you guys for um, being partners with us this uh, this month. So, all right, gang. So today we get to talk with Karen again, y'all. Did awesome. y'all listen to the podcast last time with Karen? Oh yeah, my God. She's, she is definitely interesting. Karen? <laughs> Yeah, Karen from New Jersey, who's migrated down. Yeah, Karen, she, yeah. Now, how long has she been here? Because she sounds very Texan. Oh, she is so not a Texan, Larry. Did you listen to the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) She's been 40 years in real estate. 
but part of it was in Jersey and then she just retired down here in Texas. So, you know, she's got to get used to the way we do things in Texas, which right. do you know, Karen, Eric? I mean, you guys are I, from the same town. I'm, yeah. We don't talk about this yet, but we are related and we are related. I have to, we are. How is that? Okay. If you can't, you guys can't see Eric, but Eric has no hair. Karen has spiked hair that could kill you if you came in contact with it. But you guys do love disco fries. Both of you guys yes, love the disco very fries. Much, very, very much. That is the, and again, the, you know, the Saddlebrook Diner is the only place that does it right. Okay. Now, see, you are starting a riot in Jersey. There's so many people that are like, oh, no way. So, so wait, wait, I, I, I feel that when Karen and Eric begin to speak to each other, I don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> but I know something great is going to happen. Jersey is going to split in two, and it's going to be the North and the South, like well, fighting no, like in Braveheart. We're both, from, we're both from North Jersey. She's from Teaneck. That's right near Lodi. So we're practically, we were practically neighbors. Okay. Well, Eric, you can talk to Karen. She is after, we're going to talk a little bit about Article 12 and advertising and real estate um, today. But she is going to tell us like what, how she basically does with ad, what she does with advertising rules. I mean, there's things that we have to follow. There's rules that we have to follow as real estate agents. And it does kind of blow, but it's good. It protects the consumer. Um, so, you know, it's things like everything that you have on your website and everything that you put out has to be current and the actual accurate information um, you know, we have to follow what's called article 12. Article 12 is our code of ethics as realtors, y'all. So just like, um, doctors and attorneys, you know, have oaths and codes that they take. Realtors have a code of ethics that they take and they say, I will abide by these codes. And it's, I will not misrepresent, you know, in any way I will make sure to put out the accurate information and so last year, May 15th of 2018, everything changed because the Texas Real Estate Commission got involved in our advertising guidelines, y'all. So now any little thing in Texas that we do wrong, we could be fined $500 by silly little stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's things like, and, and I do teach this class especially to my new agents, but I've taught this class called Article 12 and TREC, which is the Texas Real Estate Commission. I've taught it all over Texas, from El Paso to Texarkana, from North Texas down to Harlingen, Brownsville area. And it has a hundred percent status on it, meaning every agent who has taken this class in the state of Texas has not been in advertising compliance. Ooh, whoa. Every single one. And that is a staggering thing whenever you're going all over Texas and it's something that you have to abide by, you know, it's your code of ethics. So, yeah. you know, I, I do want to talk about, I, I talk about the big three and the big four things that you need on all of your advertising. All of your advertising needs to have your name. It needs to have that, um, your brokerage name, which even that is hard for agents to do. You see signs all the time. It's just their name plastered across huh, it yeah. and you don't know who their broker is. So that's misleading. Um, so your name, your brokerage name, and then you have to tell what your status is, is a licensed Texas realtor with the registered symbol next to realtor. 
Um, so not having those can get you in trouble. Wow. You, you know yeah. who else? Big time. It's Article 12, you say, right? Yeah, it's Article 12 of our canons of ethics. And so it tells us what we can and cannot do in advertising. And then now, Trek, the Texas Real Estate Commission, said we were not doing it as well as we could be. So now we're involved. And now we say, you got to do this stuff. And it, if it harms the consumer, as in if we're trying to misrepresent and say, hey, this is our business, not listing who the broker is, not telling them what we do um, and who we are, then that's misleading to the consumer. So Trek protects the consumer. So Trek got involved and said, you guys got to fix this. Um, that is images, URL, uh, domain names, like everything can't be misleading. You have to be in compliance everywhere that you're, that you are. And here's the crazy thing. Trek said that any place online that you are talking about real estate, it has to be in compliance. So you think about that, that's Instagram, wow, social, yeah. you know, Facebook everywhere, Everywhere you talk about real estate has to have all these components and wow. anywhere online has to have links to links to these filled out forms, information about brokerage services and consumer protection notice. It wow. has to be on there missing one link on one social media page could be a $500 uh, fine. Oh, it could be a fine. Wow. Now, now here's a crazy thing. Now with a podcast, do we have to do that? Well, if we are selling real estate, if we are putting ourselves out there on this, um, you know, we have to say things like, you know, if I'm um, saying, hey, Micah Allen Johnson, I have to tell people that I'm Micah Allen Johnson, licensed Texas Realtor with Starpoint Realty. And so I have to make sure that I tell everybody those things and tell them who I am and who I work for, who my brokerage is as well. And a lot uh, of people, people don't think know that. people would just do that in general, say all of that stuff. But wouldn't that be great? Stuff that people would not do it right, that they had to make it a law to abide by. That's kind well, of you know the crazy thing. You're so right. The crazy thing, Eric, is that that has been the case. But you know, I when the only way for people to know about it and to for that to come to the attention of the Texas real estate commission or the Texas realtors is for someone to file a complaint to actually take a picture of it and send it in so that they're aware of it because they don't do stings or anything like that. And so it's kind of like that old thing snitches get stitches. Like nobody wants to tell on anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I see the, the worst thing that I see is, um, you know, I see in one of the things we have to follow is that uh, Article 12.8 is that all the info on our websites are current and up to date. Look, I don't know if this is included, but realtor photos are not up to date, y'all. They are the <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst thing ever. I mean, one guy around here, he had his photo from 1970 still. Oh he had black God. hair and horn rim glasses all the way up till about five years ago. <laughs> Me and Larry are laughing because, you know, we work in the entertainment industry. And when you're on a casting webpage <laughs> and you look at people's headshots... It's like, wow, they look great. Then you get a current picture and it's like, 
Oh, you were 19 when you took that and you're 47 <laughs> now. Yes, totally. That's the thing. It's the now, thing. Like if you're on a billboard and then people see you in real life and they don't know who you are, that's a problem. That's fraud. So that's considered <laughs> fraud. If you have like, now what's, what's the limit? Like how old can the photo be? Like, do you gotta every year update your realtor photo or... If like you cut your hair, you gotta up. I'm being serious. Do you gotta like if you cut your hair or get that laser eye surgery? Do you need to like any change in your appearance or no? If we're truly following Article 12, is that the most current stuff has to be on all of our website? I feel like that includes the 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 photos of the realtors. I mean, that needs yeah. to be they're everything. So we actually are going to talk with Karen, uh, our 40 year veteran from Jersey in the field about what she thinks about article 12. I always like to talk to people who are out there, you know, in the trenches and, and live in this stuff. And, you know, she Karen has a very distinct, um, she has a very distinct, uh, look on the life of real estate and she's from Jersey, Eric. So I I'm going to let yeah. you guys uh, talk to her. She's actually waiting oh, on the other line. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Me and Karen don't get along. She, you know, I, I love to get her input, but she doesn't follow the rules. And so I don't really, um, she doesn't want to talk to me. So she refuses to talk to me. Oh my Let's God. just say that. I tell wow. her what she's supposed to do. She doesn't want to do it. And so it's we don't get along that well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's still great to get her input. So I know she's waiting online too. So if you guys want to okay, chat with her, I will right back now? out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of. Okay. okay. We'll get her on the phone. Here we go. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hey, Karen. Karen. How's it going? Oh, hey. Oh, my God. Do I detect a Jersey accent over there? Shut yes, the front do, door. Uh, yes, Karen, I am from New Jersey. I am. I live in Lodi right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Have you had any disco fries? Because I totally miss them over there. Um, Last week, my mom did homemade disco fries, so it was pretty great. Shut it. You better shut it right now. Oh, my God. Who's your mom? I bet she knows my mom. I bet we go to Catholic church together. <laughs> Um, I, I'm not going to say her last name on the air, but Shirley T from, from Elmwood Park. Shut up. We talked, we had mass with Shirley T like two weeks ago when I came down for Thanksgiving. You got to shut up now. Tell Shirley I've been praying for a Santa rosary every day oh, for her. Okay. You, you better so tell much, her. Karen. I appreciate that. So okay. Karen, we're, we're, you know, we're not in the real estate thing. So we're trying to learn about this thing. You want to ask the question, Larry? Well, oh, well, first of all, it's nice, nice to, uh, to finally nice meet, to you. meet you. I've heard a lot about you. Oh my God. I have an uncle Larry in Jersey and he's my favorite uncle ever. I already know I'm going to love you, Larry. I just love to say the word Larry. Oh my God. It's like butter coming off my tongue. Listen to it. Larry. Oh, Larry and Karen together at last. Ooh, hi there. I heard you from Hollywood, darling. <laughs> good, it's good, and I, I'm, I'm laughing. I, you are absolutely, <laughs> you have the Gorgeous. greatest personality. 
First oh, of all. thank you so much. You know, You're, you have to be a you have to have a big personality to be a realtor. I mean, and especially in Texas, I don't know what's wrong with these people, but they just stare at me like I'm some sort of freaking unicorn or something. Yeah, you know, I, I think with Texas, they're and, and uh, originally I'm from Texas, right? So, and oh, but I've been in, I I'm sorry. Whoa, what? Oh, you are. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, so actually, you're a cowboy and a Hollywood star. <laughs> oh, Larry. Well, actually, um, I've known Micah for for quite a while, and um, yeah, I absolutely can't stand her. She I'm tries sorry. to tell me what to do all the time. Like you're losing points here, Larry. I hate her. I hate Micah. She owns the school, the real estate business school of Salado, you know, and all that. And yeah. she's always like, you got to do it this way, Karen. You got to have, there's rules in real estate. And I'm like, shut up. Let me do my thing. I've been doing my thing for 40 years. He can't tell me what to do. Who's your broker? I'm calling him right now. So, yeah. So she told me, she texted me and told me that you guys were talking about article 12, like advertising yeah. guidelines and yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 So she thinks my picture is fraudulent because no, wait, it's wait, my wait. glamour what? shot from 1992. Oh, you said picture. I oh, oh yeah. Oh, so you wait a minute. You've had a glamour shot of Yeah. You use the glamour shot for your realtor picture? Is that allowed? You know, you're losing points here. You guys are being very facetious over there. I can hear it. I mean, I, you know, I think it's great that you use the glamour shot because you don't care what the rules say. You have to be your own individual person. Oh my God, Eric, you get me. You are so correct. How do you know me so well? This is insane. I'm telling you, I took that picture in 1992. That picture is 100% still legit, okay? I'm still orange. I'm still smoking hot, you guys. And I'm still rocking that collar pop. I have three-inch fake nails. And no, I will not tell you how I wipe myself. That's how everybody, that's the next question that everybody always asks me. I, I'm not going to tell you. We're not going to go there. Okay. Let's just wait. TMI. TMI. You yes. got me? Look, my photo defies the laws of gravity, Eric and Larry. I am bending over so far backwards that I have this mysterious look on my face like, is it seduction or is it constipation? It is amazing. It also looks like my faux far wrap that I have on because, you know, you can't do real estate without letting people know that you're dripping in jewels and dripping in faux fur. Right. My faux fur wrap looks like it's strangling me and pulling me to the ground. It is absolutely epic. I'm telling you, this picture is epic. That, that sounds absolutely amazing. And I think I, I would like to say that I think just from that shot alone and the way you describe it, that you have become one of the hardest working women in real estate. Amen. Oh, you got that right, Larry. Hey, I, you just got all the points back. I don't even care how facetious you were earlier. You nailed it on the button. Look, 
I have been doing this for so long. I mean, my last picture was 1992. What were you doing in 1992, Larry? What were you doing in 1992, Eric, besides picking your boogers? I think I was about 11 and I was playing Super Nintendo. You was you was 11 in 1992? I Are you kidding I'm, me right now? I'm, I'm going to I'm going to call your mom. So Yeah, I That's, was about 11. I am, I'm going to call your mom. Larry, how old were you in 1992 because I was busting my hump in real estate while you were picking your butt? Well, since this is a national podcast and since how I'm an actor in my spare time, I'm going to go with my age range. <laughs> you what? What are you talking about over there? Are you on drugs? You West Coaster? You're always on drugs. You're probably no, because, drunker on drugs. What's going on? Because the thing is, is when you're an actor, you can't say your real age because you're going to typecast yourself. Oh my God. I believe the same thing. I tell people I'm 36 every day. Are you kidding me? Like we're one. We're like the same person. Look, I don't care what Micah says. Uh, let me just tell you, I am not into this article 12, like ethics. What are ethics? I mean, come on, use your guts, use your heart, use your mind. Whatever you think is right. is probably right. You don't need any rules. I mean, I am going to use a filter for my new picture that I had done, it's going to be like a warm orange glow, you know, to add to the orange on there. And again, with the hazy Hollywood mist that just looks like it just dropped on your face like a dewy, a dewy hot orange mess. Look, you can't make me go filterless or I'll call your manager. Okay. I'm not doing that. Now, so you have your picture and what about because um, your website? Because I, I heard Micah talking about you have to have like compliance with the website and all your information, um, like your realtor number you and all are that. speaking Spanish. I don't even know what you're talking about right now, okay? You said some sort of C word is like compliant, complete, whatever. Whatever. Do you see my three inch nails poking you in the head? Whatever. I don't even. I don't even go by the rules, Larry, and I've made a good living. I don't need you to tell me what to do. Micah's already gotten into your head. Do you hear me? Don't no, no. listen to the teacher. Don't listen to her. I'm totally done with you guys. If you want to contact me later for a date, I'm only dating the cowboy actor from Hollywood. Okay? I'm 36. I'm orange, and I like walks on the beach. And a, maybe a horseback ride. Oh, my God. You're so cute. Call me later, Larry. Talk to you later, Eric. I'll see you in uh, mass have a great, next week. Have a great day. All right. Goodbye. Bye, Karen. Wow. It's hey, Karen. That's should, amazing. Can we yeah. explain to her that you live in Texas now? You're not in Hollywood? Well, no. Oh, see, <laughs> I'm back and forth. I was oh, sitting I, back there just like, what is happening? Larry, she like wants to go on a date with you. Like she didn't even know you. I, that's weird, and I don't know how my my wife will feel about that when she <laughs> listens to this. I'm pretty but... sure Karen doesn't care about your wife, Larry. I love I'm... your wife. I'm sure Karen is just like, there's no rules that apply to her. Do you guys see what I'm talking about? Yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. tell her what to do. How, how did you when meet this When was the last lady? time she sold a house? Look, oh, she, a I don't, she, apparently she does really well. 
And so I, I, there's got to be like this pocket of Jersey people that are like, she's awesome. Let's go with her. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I don't know what is happening, but I can tell you, every, I saw her in class, met her. She came to my class because she had to take her continuing education. Everything I told her, she was like, nope, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> she got her credit and just walked out. Oh, my God. God, but she's still in your life. And that's a crazy thing. She's crazy. I'm sorry. Okay. Sick segue right here. is kind of like you and Chaz. (laughs) Yeah, we got it. We've got to bring Chaz on the show to talk to Karen one day. Yeah. Yeah. Chaz and Karen will get really along really well. Well, I, I'm going to do a pretty sick segue and say, you know, when Karen came to my class, but I've also got, Another um, student that was in my class not too long ago, our guest today is a brand new agent. His name is Carl Summerer, and I'm the day that I met Carl, I knew there was something very awesome and very different about him. He used to be a youth pastor, guys, and oh, wow. nothing, nothing more servant heart than that, than dedicating your life to saving the souls and, and, and lives of, of these kids and touching their lives in that way. Um, he also is an absolute marketing guru. He has specialized in Google Analytics, Facebook marketing. In fact, I use him to help me in Facebook, and he blows my mind on a daily basis. So this is going to be an awesome conversation of how to build your business, how to market, how to get leads, and how to use the internet and Facebook and Google to your best advantage. This is for everybody, not just real estate. This is yeah. this goes across all platforms, y'all. That's cool. So That's cool. I want to welcome Carl Summer. Welcome to the show, Carl. Well, thank you. Show, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's an honor. Let me just everybody. This is how I greet Carl every day. Hey, Carl. Good to see you. It's a, it's an Adam Sandler thing. If you are an Adam Sandler fan, you get it. But I think so. Um, yeah. So Carl, we're so happy um, to have you here. I got to see you in class every day for a month, and mm. now I get to see you as a real estate agent. So you are you're just days into this, aren't you? Yeah. What? When did you become an agent? I actually, uh, I took my test last Tuesday and uh, finally got the, uh, I guess, the official confirmation from from Trek with my number and everything on Thursday. And so, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, it seems like the hard part is over. The testing, all of that great stuff is over. And uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, it, it probably has a lot more challenges to, to come with, you know, just getting out there and everything. But uh uh, that sounds like the the fun, exciting part too. Well, I'm pretty sure you you were in my class when I told you the first part is hard, but once you get licensed, that's the really hard part. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you have a whole new game to learn. So um, the hard part is just beginning, but you get paid for this part. That's the good stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, yeah. tell us a little bit about your journey and how becoming how that journey to become a real estate agent has gone. No, uh, well, I, you know, I, I started. I'm, I'm currently by trade a uh, a, a marketer. I, I work with a handful of local businesses here in the area, just helping to uh, to help market the businesses, generate leads, new customers, and 
And one of those clients happens to be a, a, a broker um, here in the area. And, um, you know, we started just doing some some Facebook lead generation and we were killing it. We were doing great. Um, we had uh, cut their cost out. I think previously, uh, prior to me coming in, they were generating um, tech really about, I think they said about 50 leads every two months or so. Um, wow. And, you know, we got that at, at one point of just generating 50 leads a weekend. Oh um, my gosh. And we, we cut their cost per lead down from about 10 bucks to, to literally maybe about three to five bucks a, a pop. And oh. so, I mean, with that amount of, of success, I mean, I, I made the joke one day of saying, you know, I might mess around and just get my real estate license and, <laughs> and uh, you know, become a real estate agent. And, um, you know, I, I got to work with a lot of his agents. I got to work with the broker. Uh, I built up some awesome relationships and you can't be around real estate agents for long before you're just kind of wrapped up and, and kind of sucked into the world. And, and, um, you know, I started to have conversations about what would it be like? What would I have to do? And, um, everybody pointed me to, uh, the school here in Salado and, um, you know, it was just kind of an impulse decision. I saw, uh, you know, some posts that you were sharing out there about the class getting started and it was going to start next, you know, next Monday. And, and literally the weekend of prior to the class starting, I called my brother up. And I said, hey, I'm about to get my real estate license. You want to do it with me? And, and my brother, uh, you know, he's my best friend. And and literally he Aww. said, yeah, he said, I'll, I'll do it. And we literally jumped in it together at the very last minute. And um, it was Sunday. I think we got in registered and Monday we were in class. And uh, the rest is history. We went through uh, we did the class live here um, and um, went through it past my in fact, my brother took a. Uh, it took him a couple shots, but he finally nailed it. And um, and now here we are. And, and to be honest with you, I am just wrapped up in it. I've been watching Tom Ferry. I've been uh, I've, I'm in your rock star class as well. Your agent rock star class for the. Yeah. Shameless, drop. Shameless yeah. drop. Shameless. Right yeah. <laughs> and uh, and here we are. And today I actually got to um, to ride along with uh, with my mentor, um, the gentleman who uh, is going to be mentoring me, Stephen Harris. And and we got to do some showings. And so um, that's uh, that's kind of where we're at with it, man. And, you know, I'm excited because I, I know a lot to, is to, to come, but it's definitely uh, uh, kind of an improv. It, it was not part of the plan, but here I it am. It wasn't and, your plan. And Carl, you and I talk about this all the time. God's plan is so yeah. cool, man. Yeah. It is so cool. And, you know, he puts you in places where you just go, oh, okay. This is why I'm here. And you were there for a reason to do that marketing there to, you know, realize this is your where you're supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's no doubt about it because, uh, you know, when, when life just kind of takes you off into to these detours and stuff, you know, you, you always know that, that there's there's someone or something behind it, you know. And, and so uh, I'm just along for the ride and here I am. And it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Well, it was awesome having you in class that I, Carl made a Facebook page for our uh, group because we keep everybody in groups. And so we keep the same people in class for a month and they go through everything together. They cry together. They hug each other. They support each other. And in fact, years, I mean, my first group that graduated a couple years ago, they still go out to eat with each other. They're at different brokerages. They still support each other. Um, well, Carl made the Facebook page for his group and I was like, well, that's going to take him like a day. I literally didn't even get it out of my mouth. He was like, here it is. And I was like, what the heck? 
And it was amazing. It was way better than even my Facebook page. I was like, you just did that in five seconds. He's like, yeah, I just, you know, blubbity, blubbity. I was like, oh my God, who are you? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've learned a thing or two uh, with, with respects to Facebook. So uh, I know when the idea came up in class, it says, hey, we ought to start a group on Facebook so we can stay in touch with each other, with each other. It was like all eyes turned to me and I said, all right, well, I, I know what that means. So uh, yeah, I went ahead and set it up uh, during class and uh, it's been great because uh, it's, you know, we've all got to see after we left class, everybody went to their respective brokers, everybody started taking their tests and, and some passed it on the first shot, others, it took them a few, but we're staying in contact with each other where we're celebrating successes. And, um, you know, despite the fact that we're not working together per se, it's fun watching each other grow. So it is. And you guys actually had study groups. I mean, this group of strangers came in and would meet at each other's houses and 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 help each other. And even the ones that had passed their test, they didn't say, Oh, goodbye, Hasta La Vista. Like they still stayed in the picture and helped the ones that hadn't passed yet mm-hmm. to pass. Like what how you know, this has just such been such a amazing journey, not just for you guys. I get to meet a, gr- a new group of you kids every other month. And I get so attached to y'all that, I mean, I, it's, it's fun to watch you guys grow and yeah. seeing you do all this and achieve all this success. So what we would you tell anyone I, looking to get into this business at this point? You know, honestly, I, to everything that you just mentioned there, I mean, I, I think a big credit goes to 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 yourself and to your staff your instructors and, and the reason i say that is because I, I can honestly admit that the content that we had to study and we had to learn was was like a dry piece of meat a flavorless dry piece of meat i mean if you tried what's a good to, description yeah and honestly if if i had to to do it myself I, I just wouldn't be able to to pull through and and find that kind of drive or discipline to to eat it up. And, and so when we were coming into class, uh, the way that you're, you and your instructors have, have really, you guys are really kind of the gravy to it. I mean, you add the flavor, uh, you make it digestible. And, and honestly, um, the way the class is, is structured, and I don't know if it was by design, I'm sure it was, it, it forced us to kind of have to work together. We built up those relationships. We went through it all. And to be honest with you, yeah, you go through that for about a month, you're going to form those relationships and you're going to be rooting for each other to win and uh, you know, and and I think it's just the way the class was was structured. And so, if, if for anybody here locally within the area, I mean, if they were interested in pursuing or were on the fence about getting the real estate license, um, I mean, of course, I'm naturally biased at this point. But uh, the real estate school is, uh, you know, a business school here in Salado is is the way to go because you are going to make real estate fun. And Aww. this part of it is is not fun. I mean, if you try to do it on your own, it like I said, it's a flavorless, dry piece of meat that you have to eat. Uh, you might it's as well torture. get some gravy on it. So again, it's torture. It's six courses that are four hundred pages long. It's so much information that it is. I mean, your brain is bleeding after the first course. I can't even imagine yeah. doing it on my own, honestly. And even at this point in my life, as a, an instructor and a school owner, it's yeah. crazy. Absolutely. It was a lot of information, but you know, it, by the end of it, you, you have a good idea on what to, to study, what to know. And when you go to take your test and I didn't even take mine directly after class, I took mine actually a couple weeks or a few weeks after the class ended. 
And by the time I went back to refresh myself, everything was just kind of coming back. And you don't realize how yeah. much you learn until you go back and review it. And so uh, I, I don't think there's any better way I could imagine doing it on my own. But uh, yeah, if I had to make a recommendation, do the class live, come in, get that firsthand knowledge and just kind of uh, build that camaraderie up. Because trust me, the support goes a long way. Oh my gosh. I will pay you later, Carl. That was the greatest <laughs> commercial I could have ever asked for. <laughs> can y'all put some, uh, can y'all put, whenever you uh, wrap this up, can y'all put some like cool music in there? It's like, uh, like some piano or that was so good. I was like tearing up over here, but you know, on the serious side, I tell you guys on the very first day of school I write the word, I, I write the word servants and I draw a heart on the board and I tell everybody, if you have a servant heart, you will succeed in real estate. And if you don't want to go out and represent my school with a servant heart, I'll give you your money back today. In other words, if you are a despicable, <laughs> horrible person, do not continue. Um, you know, that's only in it for the money. Cause that's not what this is about. It's to help people. And it's because you love people. Um, thank you, Carl. That was really awesome. I, you know, one of the things that, um, guys that y'all will love that Carl did, he kind of went, um, undercover in the, uh, real estate world, so to speak. Oh, he went on a few different agent sites and was like this covert prospect or lead just to kind of see like, what do they do to follow up? How good are they? Like, mm -hmm. what are they doing in the business to, you know, get more business and what are they doing to help people? Carl, kind of tell us about what you found out. Cause I mean, you, you went as a lead as like six or seven different top companies around here. Oh yeah. It was actually a little bit more than that. Um, it was probably, I would say closer to about 20 or 30. Um, Whoa. Yeah, well, you know, part of my process when I'm working with a, a, any new client for for that matter is, is just kind of market research and and really there, you know, I always tell them that their their competition is is my competition at that point, right? So I I, I represent their best interest, and so for me to do that, I, I have to really kind of figure out what's working, and what's not working, and I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. Uh, I just want to put some grease on it, and so one of the best yeah. ways to do it is to figure out what are your competitors doing. And really kind of pick it apart what works and what doesn't work. And so um, once I locked arms uh, here with the, the broker here in the area that I was working with, um, I uh, first thing I did is I, I just started going through Facebook. And the awesome thing about Facebook is Facebook is on this, um, this whole new wave of just transparency, just because all the heat they've taken recently. And so yeah. they've really literally made everything transparent. If you can go to any page, or I should say you couldn't go to any page right now and on every page, there's a section that says transparency, page transparency. You can click on it and you can see every ad that they are running. And so um, I would go what? through, take a look at the ads. Yeah. And you can see exactly what ads they're running. Um, you can dive into it. You can respond to the ads. But what I was really particularly interested in was not just the ads that they were running, but I wanted to see what happened after I gave them my information. And so um, I would go through and I would literally just find their ads. I would respond. I'd enter my email name, phone number, because I wanted to see what the follow-up process was. And um, I did this. I spent a few days doing this. I would just go through and and just find the major players in there. I'd find some of the newer ones. I even went so far as to, to Austin. They were outside of the market a little bit and submitted my name, email, and phone numbers. And 
for two weeks, I can say for a good two weeks, I was bombarded with text messages and wow. emails. I'm still getting emails to this day. Oh, um, wow. You know, phone calls. I mean, it was all sorts of just the, it was really for, for lack of a better term, which was kind of shocking, but at the same time, a, a little disappointing. It was all the same stuff. It was all the same text messages, the same email. Like the drift. same verbiage? The same, same verbiage. Yeah. In a lot of cases, it was. Mm -hmm. It was hard to figure out who, who was who, which house did I respond to? Which house was I inquiring about? You know, and, um, you know, uh, the phone calls, pretty much the same thing. Hey, and it was pretty generic. It was a, hey, Carl, I got your information. I saw you responded to, to our listing. I just wanted to set up a time to, to see if um, you wanted to check it out. Um, give us a call back if you're interested. And I'm sitting there, but I'm, you know, by the time I'm listening to this message and I'm like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> What house oh, you represented? Yeah. Article oh, twelve. Oh, oh. Article twelve. You got to identify yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, mm -hmm. and it was just a matter of recollection, and and I was just thinking. I said, man, if I were really in the market for a home, it it becomes overwhelming um, because to that, you know, to that one real estate agent or that one realtor, I I was their their lead, but for the, you know for that person at home shopping. You know, I was more interested in the house. I wasn't shopping for a real estate agent, you know, yeah. and so it, it just became kind of annoying. You drown it out. Um, and wow. uh, I can honestly tell you that after about the first two weeks, when all of these little drip campaigns dry up, um, there was one particular and I won't name drop them here in this particular case, but there was right. one particular. Uh, say again. I said, right. Thank you. Yeah, there was one particular brokerage who actually stayed the course. And I can honestly say if if they if I was a serious home buyer, um, they would have won my business over because they stayed consistent with me um, weeks after everybody gave up and everybody quit. Oh, uh, wow. You know, and you know, so one of the things that I tell my students, Carl, and tell everybody is that the thing is, it's great to have these back end systems like what you're talking about that sends those auto messages and everything. But they have to get something meaningful and relevant to them too from you. Did you get anything meaningful and relevant from anybody? No, it was to be honest with you. It was, it was actually pretty boring. Um, when I say boring, it was boring to the sense that it was just them trying to sell me a home. Um, there, there was no value in it outside of just, here's more listings here. Well, look, we found more listings that look like more listings that you've already looked at, you know, and, and wow. it was just, go ahead. Oh, I said, wow. Oh yeah. No. And, and honestly it was, um, there was no value add in it. And, and I, I think had somebody came in and done something unorthodox, uh, something as simple as, you know, uh, giving me a, a list or, or something to say, Hey man, if you're going to be home shopping here, are five things that you have to make sure that you look at before picking the home that you want. I would have been more likely to have responded to that than, hey, here's more listings. Take a look at these listings. Yeah. But, you know, um, the the platform that a, a lot of these agents are using, they're, they're, they have to understand that it's it's all the same platform. Um, and these companies that build out these platforms, they don't come up with different templates for different folks. You know, it's all the same template. Yeah. Um, so they and, need to go in. The agents need to go in and create content that is unique to them, what would I say, you know, is, so if it is an auto, as you know, an auto thing, then 
that needs to be like, Hey, it's Micah, your, you know, rock star, um, agent for life. You know, I'm wondering where you're calling from today or where you're looking at homes on today. Where are you, where are you at? Something rapport building, something to kind of get their attention, but they're just putting, these companies are putting this content out that is bland for all the world, tasteless piece of meat, so to speak, as you would put it, Carl. Um, And, you know, you've got to add the gravy to that and make it interesting for somebody to click on and and respond back. Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, it's, it's, you know, within Stipe of this transaction, so much of it is built on, on trust because it's not an overnight transaction. It's, it's one that takes some times and for, for most folks, if not all of them, this is the largest, the single largest transaction they're going to make. Um, but it takes work to build up that trust. And and I think there's somewhat of an epidemic from what I'm seeing of of people just wanting to be order takers. They just want to get that referral, hurry up and just take them and, and go from contract to close. And you know, they, I have a stat in front of me, Carl, that is staggering. And I tell my students this, you're going to hear no. And some, you know, some agents, if their drip campaign runs out and they didn't hear from their prospective lead or whatever, after this is a national average, after they first hear no or don't get a response, 44% of them quit. Like no. after the first non-response, like they quit almost half quit. And so, you know, for you to say, you know, there was one company that went the course that makes sense to me, you know, out of those 30 people, that's really sad. So I'm going to kind of switch the gears on you now, because I want you to tell us you are a Facebook guru. What do you feel is effective with Facebook? What works in generating leads? Yeah, no, great question. So we we did a lot of testing. Um, when I say a lot of testing, we probably uh, spent the first two months just figuring out the the best method, most cost effective method. Um, not just generating a lead. Generating a lead is easy, um, but really getting those those relationships and those connections already started. And here's what I've learned. And this is this is free game. Um, in fact, uh, I'm going to divulge some some strategies that. We developed um, at the brokers that I'm working with now, um, and I've called. I've gotten their permission, and um, they they gave me the full blessing to go ahead and, and kind of divulge uh, what's been working for us and what's not. And so, um, the the best results that we have gotten have come a result of kind of a staggered campaign piece. All of this is very practical. So for anybody listening, I'm going to try to make it as simple as I can. You know, um, and obviously there's going to be some technical aspects that you'll have to learn, but um, you know, it's it's learnable. You can learn. This is a learned skill set that you can develop. Um, video is the way to go. If you are ah. out there, video is, is the best way to actually capture attention, drive that engagement. And not only that, you can build up an audience. Um, going live constitutes that. Um, Facebook preferences video. So if you want to, to get a little bit more of a reach, um, Facebook will, you know, take that video. And if it has the option between a static image or a 60 second video, that 60 second video will always win over a static image. Um, nobody will stare at a picture for 60 seconds, but they will watch a video for 60 seconds. And what you're trying to get, um, you know, is that person's attention. Um, the, the most powerful thing about video, we won't, I won't really dive into the kinds of videos that make, all I'm going to encourage you to do is go out there, be creative, 
document the journey, um, your day-to-day activities, um, drop value bombs, things of that nature there that just draw people into it. Um, and But the one thing I will tell you is you can program Facebook to build up an audience of people who are watching your video to a certain degree. What do I mean by that? Let's say hypothetically we wanted to build out a video that included five tips for purchasing your new home. Um, so you don't make these mistakes and you can get the, the the home of your dreams at the price that you want, right? And that's exactly how we titled it. And we made a 60-second video um, just dropping value bomb after value bomb. Now, this is going to be fed through Facebook. People aren't going to Facebook to shop. They happen to shop if they happen to shop. But for the most part, most people are just going in to see what's going on in everyday life. And so if somebody stops and actually starts watching a video on the five tips on how to buy a home and get the most bang for your buck and get your dream home. What does that tell you about that person? That person is in the market, you know? Yeah, they're interested. They're interested and they'll watch it. And what you can set up in Facebook is literally an indicator to Facebook. It's called a custom audience. And you could tell Facebook, hey, you know what, Facebook? If anybody stops and watches 30 seconds, 50% of this video, I want to know who they are. Now, Facebook won't tell you who they are, but Facebook will literally let it build up and build up and build up. And so let's say hypothetically, you go ahead and you launch this video and you have 10,000 views. And let's say out of that 10,000, 2,000 actually watched um, half of that video, meaning they stopped what they were doing, they watched it, now you literally have an audience of 2,000 people that you can come back and you can retarget. These guys are warm. They are in your pocket, um, per se. You've done a few things. One, uh, since it came from your page and since it came from you, you've built some credibility, you dropped some value bomb, you've educated, and uh, you use Facebook to go ahead and single out those folks who are mostly interested. Now when you come back and you run an ad to those guys, um, it's going to be a much warmer lead. The cost per lead is going to be a lot more, um, a lot more cost effective. It's going to be a lot cheaper, for for lack of a better term. And um, you start to kind of build up that that audience in there. And so um, I'm a big proponent of a video. Um, in fact, some of the things that that we're doing for for Micah here at the, the school as well involve just kind of building up that audience, uh, just launching videos and allowing Facebook to do the behind the scenes on building up that audience. Um, Another great tactic um, is people hate. Uh, Sagan? So impressed, uh, Carl, with what you did with the video for us. We did a, a promo for uh, our Rockstar Micah? New Agent onboarding, um, which is the only one in Texas because it's written by me. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, and Every day, actually, every time I opened my Facebook, I saw a thousand more people watching that video and like good watches, like 15, 20 seconds of it watch. And we had an awesome turnout on that uh, class. So many people just saw it. It was huge. Yeah, absolutely. Can you hear us? Because you kind of became a robot for a couple seconds there with the audio. So can Uh-oh. you take that from the top? I'll give you a countdown. Sure. And five, four, three, two. 
So Carl, you were able to do a video segment for me. We just did a very easy, I mean, it took us like five minutes to do that video. It was super quick. But every time I logged into Facebook, I know you were targeting all these different people trying to figure out where that's going to, um, you know, serve me best. And then you figured it out. And suddenly that video went unbelievably crazy. It was am amazing. Yeah, no. They, so what we did, um, just so you know, just kind of give some some context to, to that um, is uh, we didn't, Micah didn't have any, any videos per se that were really kind of promoting the rockstar class, which if, if you know Micah and she's saying, yo, this class is going to make you a rockstar, you, you already know it's going to be loaded with the value. Um, and nobody's going to be able to sell that better than her um, per se. And so uh, we did a quick, I mean, it was, it was a simple setup. It was just a camera. Um, and we got in front of a dry erase board and Micah did her thing. She explained the value of the class, what was going to be covered and everything else. And we ran that video uh, for about a week prior to the class going. Um, and we literally were paying only three to five cents per 15 second view, um, which is awesome. We told Facebook, hey, Facebook, we're not going to pay you anything for, for 14 second, for 13 second, 12 if it's 15 seconds or more, meaning they stopped and they started watching, um, that's what we're going to pay you for. And we ended up getting thousands of uh, of views that we literally paid only three, maybe three, five cents per view for. Um, and when I say per view, I'm talking 15 seconds or, or more um, on that. And guess what we did even on top of that is we went ahead and built up an audience like I was describing there where now when we go back to, to re-promote the class, we don't have to start fresh we can actually go ahead and just start working with those thousands of people that did watch that video. And um, the cool thing about it is who's going to stop to watch a real estate school video about becoming a rock star agent, real estate agents. Yeah. Now, now we have a warm audience that we're going to be able to, to retarget to and says, Hey, guess what? You missed the one in December, but the good news is, is we have this one coming up. Now's the time to get involved because I imagine a lot of people probably said, you know what? I won't catch this next one, but I, I hope that they have another one to go to. And we'll be able to run that back to them and, um, you know, just continue to work it that way. That's awesome. You know, what I thought was super cool is I get to watch Carl just work his magic on the computer guys. Like, and he can pin down your prospects down to a geographic location. Like if you want to, if you want to market to people who like, uh, Torchy's tacos or whatever, you can pinpoint people who've been in the Torchy's taco and go, well, I only want to market to them. How crazy is that? A geographic location. Yeah, absolutely. That's the powerful thing about Facebook that, that made it, that makes it so, so valuable. I mean, to anybody who's trying to build up either an audience or a business or thing of that nature, there's, you have to be mindful that Facebook literally is a data ag aggregator. They collect data on everything that you do and their product to you is a personalized experience, meaning that everything that, that Larry does, for example, on Facebook, um, every page that he visits, um, every like that he drops, every heart that he drops, every comment that he has, every message that he has, every video that he watches, all of that's being collected and viewed by, by Facebook. Why? Because Facebook is trying to cater an experience to Larry and what he's into. And so since they have all of these data points on everybody who's a user on Facebook, um, 
for a, a marketer or for a business owner um, or for anybody for that matter who is looking to get in front of the right people, the most powerful thing about Facebook is you could tell Facebook specifically, man, here's the folks who I want to get in front of. And so, um, for example, even with the, the podcast here, you know, we talked about some ideas to say, how can we get this podcast in front of the right people who are most likely to interest, you know, and we can target them of, of just what a real estate agent might be into. They, they are going to be into, you know, maybe the National Association of Realtors, for example, and we want to target Texas. But, you know, there's something about podcasts that it, it's, it's a certain niche of people that listen to podcasts. And so they're going to be the folks who are on Spotify, who are listening to, to iHeartRadio and so forth. And we can say, hey, let's put these two demographics together. We want the National Association of Realtors or, you know, or what have you. And we're going to combine that with the interest of, of Spotify and so forth. And now you have almost an ideal client who would be perfect for a podcast of this sort because they're both real estate agents and they're in the podcast and you can pay pennies on the dollar to get your ad, you know, um, in front of those people. And so it, it goes for any business um, with real estate agents. Likewise, you know, when we try to get our ad in front of the right people, um, it's about saying, OK, what is a home buyer going to be doing? What websites are they going to be watching yeah. um, or visiting? Or, and um, you can narrow it down and say, I want my ad to be in front of these people. And that's Dude. what makes so powerful. That is yeah. awesome. Okay, so something something podcast and LOL lessons in real estate. We got a plan, right guys? We need yeah. to get in front of everybody. Oh yeah. Definitely for sure. Uh and and we're talking about uh again um this is like you're you're shooting your video and you're you're actually you're not boosting, am I correct? You're this correct. is an actual ad. Actual ad. Now, here's there's a lot of confusion. So I've done some classes for for real estate agents here in the area, and um, I, I remember uh, this is never fails. But I, I remember there was a a group of about twenty or thirty agents in in one room, and uh, I always want to kind of gauge the audience because people have different experiences. And the first thing I'll, I'll ask everybody is, how many of you guys have run Facebook ads before? And literally every time I ask that question, without fail, every single hand in the room goes up. And then I have a follow-up question. I say, I'm not talking about boosting. I'm talking about actual <laughs> Facebook right. ads. And yeah. I says, and at that point, when people realize there's a distinction, every hand goes back down because people are, are used to boosting. Because if you have any type of business page that you're posting on, Facebook is going to encourage you to boost. Yeah. Um, the, the truth is, is that Facebook on a any type of business page purposely and very deliberately throttles who can see what you are posting. And so you could have a thousand fans on your Facebook page and you're wondering, you post something up and you get five likes. Realistically, if you have a thousand people that are fans of your page, more than five are probably going to at least show support by liking it. Yeah. But the only reason they don't see it is because it's throttled. Why is it throttled? Because Facebook is for profit. And um, now where they're generous, it's kind of a greedy generosity as uh, they'll they'll throttle you, but for very little, they'll let you reach a lot of people. And so, what boosting does is boosting is is more or less allowing you to just kind of expand that reach. They'll give you certain demographics that you can select from, but for the most part, it's just kind of casting your seeds out there a little bit farther than you normally would for three, four, five bucks. So, it's, oh. would you say it's kind of like a haphazard way to? try to it's not really i mean it's okay but 
It's- I mean, I've seen the difference between I used to boost all my events. I got nothing. You right. do a targeted ad and it is exponential. It's insane. The difference. It's crazy. Yeah. Because it's, it's think of, of, of boosting is, is kind of just being a little bit louder. Um, you know, you're just yelling a little bit louder about whatever you're trying to promote in that boost, you know, um, ads is more of, of walking up to somebody and saying, Hey, my name is, here's what I'm promoting. But that person, you know, has some interest. So it's definitely way more targeted. It puts you in front of the the right people. And to be honest with you, you could have the perfect ad in front of the wrong audience and you won't get anything. It's like running a, um, if you got a dog toy that you're trying to promote and you put it in front of cat lovers. It yeah. could be the perfect dog, you know, dog toy ad, but it's not going to resonate, obviously, because they're not interested. But if you could take a mediocre dog toy ad and put it in front of dog owners, you're going to have exponentially much better results. And that's Golly. what they, that is yeah. the perfect analogy. You yeah. are so right. That is crazy. Um, yeah. You know, all of this stuff, all I know that all the agents that are listening to this are like drooling and chomping at the bit. Like, I need to do this. I got to do this. But I have no idea how to do this, you know. Um, yeah. So we're going to supply uh, Carl's information here at the end on how you can contact him, which he's going to be a brave soul and actually give you his phone number. This is so <laughs> oh, <scary>. no. <laughs> <laughs> Super scary. But what I do want to let everybody know is that we are also going you know to. What? Should we just put that in, in the description? That way, the people who really want to yeah. find out will do it because you never Perfect. know. Someone might just call, you know, to make a joke. So we'll leave it in the description. That way, the people who really want will go deeper into the page to find it. That is perfect. Well, I I do want to let everybody know that, you know, it's going to be available uh, Texas wide because Carl has come up with uh, an outline for several courses to walk agents through being Facebook gurus. You are your own independent contractor. You run your own business. You've got to run your own marketing. If you don't have the money to, you know, pay a marketing firm to do it for you, We have a course coming up that Carl is going to teach himself and start with beginners. How do you do this? And then go to intermediate. How do you do ads? How do you do these advanced videos and targeting and all this stuff? So it's going to be a class coming up and we are going to set it up. And actually, we need your help, Larry, to video that. Um, so that we can make that available to everybody, not just live, but online and watch him do that. Press the pause button and go, okay, let me do this. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is interesting because one of the things, because obviously, you know, I mean, admittedly me and Eric are, are from the entertainment spectrum of this whole thing. But, um, the, the things that you bring up isn't, isn't quite as, as different as the entertainment yeah. industry is, you know, like talking about people. Cause it, it blew my mind because I, I thought only shysters were in the entertainment business, but, and people, because, but I think that's what sets you apart. I think that's when people really see the people in the industry that make a difference and can, can that can make a difference. They, they can tell whether you're a kiss ass 
Yeah. Just trying to do something just to be like, oh man, that was so beautiful. As opposed to like, no man, I'll go do whatever you want. I had no problem with it because I really like being here. I love what I do. And, yeah. you know, you take that ownership to go back to when we were talking about that. But, um, but now talking about the marketing side and doing like the Facebook ad and the ad words and stuff. Um, part of me goes, man, that's really cool. But a, a big part of me even says it's, it's, it's a little saddening, um, that our, our society has become that way. Cause we let a machine tell us what we yeah. like and how we like it. And, um, so that's, yeah. that's a little sad to me. I get it. I absolutely get it because there's so many advertising dollars out there and you have to find that that's, that's just the nature of the beast. But I'm telling you, man, one day it's going to be like that scene in total recall. You're <laughs> going to be walking through something and the ads are going to be Larry Sands, you should really eat a Snickers bar. It's already, it's, it's already, already that way. Yeah, yeah it's that's, already that's that way, dude. That's I just it. had a conversation with my husband. He's been, he got a lathe, you know, that you can turn wood and and that sort of thing and, and carve it down, mm-hmm. so he could make these pins. So he's doing this hobby, and we're just having a conversation about a wood lathe and wood tools and all that kind of stuff. I've never looked up anything remotely wood carving crap in my entire life. I swear to you, I swear to you, I swear to you and on all things, as soon as I opened my phone, he was still sitting on the couch across from me. The first ad on Facebook was a lathe, a special on wood lathes and wood carving tools. What is happening, Carl? Tell us about that. How are they getting in our houses and in our, like, how are they listening? Yeah, no, tell me about it. That has been one of those most uh, controversial um, kind of subjects. Is Facebook, is social media listening? Uh, They sure are. That's proof that they are. And uh, yeah, and depending on who you ask, you get different answers. Of course, if you ask them, we're we're not, you know, um, listening for for info to be able to run ads. Um, Right. Nope. uh, (laughs) But everybody has their their kooky experiences and you almost kind of wonder, um, you know, and so I actually had the, you know, Facebook has an office here in in Austin and um, I got to, to participate and uh, a little workshop that they had. And so I, I jumped at it to to be able to speak to one of their experts. And and, you know, of course, I, I asked them that same question and their answer was still the same. We, we don't, you know, listen to your calls to, to use that data to, you know, to show ads. But. Um, the example that they used, um, and I tried to, to kind of paraphrase it, is they said they, you know, they track the IPs on your devices, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so let's say hypothetically, is that legal? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they they know, and so if um if you are in the company, um, let's say for for example, the three of us are, are real estate agents, and um, and, and Larry's not a real estate agent, or Eric's not a real estate agent, I say, okay. but Facebook is able to track your IPs and say, well, man, we got three real estate agents and the one who's not. But it's possible that he might be interested in real estate, too. So let's show him some real estate ads. And before you know it, you know, he's seen real estate. He's maybe not even shopping to a home, but he was just thinking, man, it's crazy. I was talking to these guys about it. And so that was one example that they gave me. Um, not that necessarily- example is full of crap. That yeah, example it, is not a valid example. Yeah, it, it was how about it was, the microphone on the phone. That's how it gets there. 
See, it was that's why you need was... Nord v- VBM VPN. Yeah, <laughs> something, man. It, it, to me, it was a little bit of a stretch, but it also kind of revealed that you know even your location tells Facebook a lot. Um, you know, if you're in a bookstore, you're in a certain restaurant, or if you're in a particular place, you know they can reasonably assume that maybe if they're familiar with where you're at that you're interested in what it is and and that might open you up to um to seeing more ads and so forth and so um which i it's kind of a common practice i have a a a car dealership here um that uh, i work for there's just three brothers who run a small car dealership and um you know when we talk about you know throwing their ads in front of the right people where where are people at that are shopping for cars where they're at other dealerships and you have much larger dealerships, for example, that are um, are running ads, and they spend thousands upon dollars, you know, thousands yeah. of dollars to draw people in. And so you can micro-target, and I have their ads literally running um, exactly at every major dealership here in the area where I know hundreds of people traffic every week. That's yeah. free traffic. We're paying three yeah. cents per video view, Yeah, and we're building That's up an awesome. audience. That's awesome. You know, so, so they're they're walking into that big store, and then they're going to get an ad that says you can do better over here. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. the bad copy literally says, "Wait before you buy that car, check out this car wow. here, and uh, you know, see if we can't you know reach out to us to see if we can't work out yeah. a deal for you. We support you know veterans or whatever the case is." And so what we're hoping is that they're sitting there and we got somebody who's kind of on the fence being worked by a salesman and happens to glance at his phone and sees an ad that just kind of speaks it and they take it as a sign from God that says, no, wait, never mind. That's a better deal, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And for, for two or three cents of video up. view. It's messed it's, up, Carl. It's messed up. Their competition is my competition. I got to do what's best for them, right? So <laughs> uh, I, I own, you know that so um yeah that's what we're doing and but it it just kind of gives you an example you know and so i love it well uh carl i know you are um you're a guru in all things so you know if someone wants to hire you that's you being able to help them with not only facebook but google adwords google analytics youtube and all that good stuff so um, at the end of this podcast, you guys are going to be able to click and you're going to be able to find Carl Summerfeld, uh, Summers, Carl Summers. I always like want to put like two more M's and two R's <laughs> in your name, like Summerer. Yeah. Tell me about Carl Summers information. So you can hire Carl. Um, you can come to class and at the real estate business school of Salado and have Carl teach you how to do this stuff. Those things are coming in just a few short weeks. So just hang in there. You're going to be able to start the new year in a really amazing way. And he's able to help you, you know, um, you know, what does that look like, Carl? How do they get started with you and, um, you know, walk them through that process before we, um, uh, head out? Yeah, no, um, well, my, my process is, is pretty simple. For for the most part, um, everything begins with a free training, um, meaning I, I will teach you how to do it before I will actually have you pay me to do it. Now, it's not very in-depth. I show you some ins and outs and some basics because it Facebook ads uh, is pretty simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And with some practice, you know, you can definitely get a good grip on it. It's a lot of testing. Um, afterwards, if it's more than maybe you can handle or it's above your skill set and you and you're interested in pursuing it, 
um, you know, we can go and kind of go over pricing and, and what it entails and everything else. And there's different tiers per se um, to to kind of getting started. And there have been some agents that have uh, definitely, uh, you know, got on board with me. And there have been others who have taken the free training and they've gone on to do some things on their own. And they'll call me from time to time for, for advice, or from tips or questions, um, which I'm more than happy to, to give. Um, you know, obviously, uh, being a one man band, um, you know, and now getting involved with with real estate, you know, um, it, it'll be a little bit more limited with respect to the time. But that's part of the reason why uh, I'm going to be partnering up with Micah to uh, to launch these classes. And the point of these classes is not simply to teach you, but it's to, to literally allow you to come in and walk out with campaigns that you can turn on and off to help you build your brand you know, get more clients and, and all of the above. And so by the end of it, the idea will be to have active campaigns that you can launch. So you will have a final product. And so I'm excited about launching that. And so if, if anyone is interested in, in just learning um, and, you know, and just kind of uh, adding that to the arsenal for 2020, I, I would definitely encourage them to uh, to follow, uh, you know, Texas Real Estate uh, Business School of Salado. And we'll have all the details posted there and we'll have some other ads running out there as well. So that'll probably be the best approach to, to being able to do it. And um, I can promise you it's just about value. I can promise you, you you'll won't find a better course because I'm, I'm up to ten thousand dollars plus in, in terms of courses that I've taken. Some were were awesome. Some were complete flops. But I, I paid for those lessons. I learned it. And so. Uh, you know, the objective with these courses is just to make sure that, man, if you invest anything into these courses, um, it'll be worth every penny and then some. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. Okay. I, go ahead, Larry. Can I just can I just make. Uh, uh, OK, I got to say. I've got my phone in my hand. I'm about to call you <laughs> and and book you to. to get that. Um, so, oh, wait. I'm just talking to you. Never mind. But I, I, I am ready for your phone number because let me let me just say, I find more nine times out of ten the people that really know their their business and what they're doing, they will offer things for free, yeah. and they will because I mean let's face it, free is great, but the time it takes to actually do it and put it together, um. I think that's where the expertise comes in. And, you know, just like everything else, it's, it, I think, I think just from you giving, you know, free, it, where you train them and you show them that this is how it is, this is what it, I just think it's awesome. That's what I'm trying yeah. to get at is, um, yeah. You're really, that's that awesome. servant heart. That's his servant heart coming through. And he wants everybody to be successful. Um, he's a promoter personality. He wants to promote others and help them rise up as he's rising up too. And that is so special in this industry. And he just stands out. You're a superstar, Carl. Thank you so much for being on here. Um, I know I learn from you every time that we're hanging out together. Um, so, you know, I, I, I can't wait for people to be able to come into class and or to download the videos that we're going to create for them, um, all of us, and be able to make that go nationwide. I mean, if agents wanted to buy that course, 
in another state, they could do that and learn how to, you know, uh, run their business on social media. So um, thank you so much, Carl, for being with us today. We're so grateful for your knowledge and, and your servant heart as well. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I, I'd love to come back anytime you, you need me to, but definitely, um, you know, uh, I guess to, to that point, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of end it with, with this, at least my part of it is just that, you know, when it comes to dealing with people, it's, uh, there's an economy and it isn't regardless of what industry you're with. If you're just dealing with people, there's an economy of deposits and withdrawals yeah. that before you can ask them for anything, you have to kind of make that deposit in that person's life or into that person's business. Um, and I, I think that's, um, you know, that's something that I learned a long ago. And so I'm very intentional about that, that before, um, you know, I ask for anything, let me at least give you the value of teaching you and training you how to do it. And if at that point there, you still need me, then, Hey, let's, let's move forward and let's rock and roll with it. Um, and I, I think the, the same thing transcends over even in real estate before I can ask you to buy a house with me or let me sell you a house let me add some value to you and your experience and if it works out or if it goes beyond that then hey i'm your man or i'm your gal what have you and um let's go forward and i think that's where the most successful agents come from are those ones who make the value deposits and then you know then ask for the sale or for that agreement or whatever it may be you're exactly Wait, right it is you guys hear that i i think carl your phone is going to be ringing off the hook just for that <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love it. Hey. Thank you, Carl. And uh, with that, we uh, we're so thankful for um, all of our listeners, for our uh, partners. And uh, hopefully you've laughed today. You've learned a thing or two. We've enjoyed our guest, Carl Summerer. And join us again for more stories, excitement, interesting characters, and laugh out loud lessons in real estate. And remember, if you haven't laughed out loud today, you're probably taking your job way too seriously, people. <laughs> Real estate is the best job in the world. Laugh a little. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs>